Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. What an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm excited today as we take our journey further into the second chapter of 2 Timothy. Believe it or not, this is already broadcast number four in this second chapter. We've only gotten down to verse number six. That'll be our new verse for today. But Paul has been charging Timothy to have the characteristics of several different people, several different individuals in his life. So far, he said, Timothy, you're a son, verse 1. Timothy, you're a soldier, verse 3 and 4. Last broadcast, verse 5, Timothy, you are an athlete. Paul is writing to Timothy in this second chapter, and he's exhorting Timothy to be constant and to persevere in the ministry. Now, those are two aspects that are so needed, not just now more than ever, but always, but now they're needed, constancy and perseverance. Constancy or consistency, always at it, just the same. I think about uh, different uh, items we have in our house. We expect that refrigerator to be cold. And when I go back to it the next day, that thing needs to be cold. And if I go to it in the middle of the night and bless your little heart, that happens every once in a while. But anyway, go to it in the middle of the night, it ought to be cold. In the morning, cold. In the middle of the day, cold. Why? It's the job of a refrigerator to be constant consistent, cold all the time. When I go to uh, the clock on our wall, I want it to be telling me the time. Uh, it should be constant. It should persevere. It should always be going. The minute hand, the second hand should ever be moving. Why? Because that's the job of a clock. I expect my car to start when I turn the key. It ought to be constant. I ought to be able to count on it. Paul's saying, Timothy, I want you that way. Well, you and I as Christians cannot afford to fall in to this trend and trap of our day where everybody is always flighty, flaky, less than faithful at everything they do. We need to be constant. We need to be able to persevere. And to get this truth across, Paul refers to Timothy as being a son. The son is always a son. My little boy Lincoln is always my son, no matter what he does. Now, there's some days I say he's just like his mother, but he's always my son. Nothing will ever change that. He says, Timothy, be a soldier. A soldier is very constant and perseveres. A soldier that is a good soldier, which is what Timothy is called to be, a good soldier, is loyal. He's faithful. He does his duty. He works. He's a fighter. He's courageous. And he's brave. All of these things Timothy's called to be, and all these things you and I are also called to be. Then, last broadcast, be an athlete. An athlete's constant. An athlete basically, in a sense, crucifies their flesh, don't they? They don't eat what everybody else eats. They don't sleep on the same schedule. They go harder. They work differently. They run the things that the body doesn't want to do. They make it do. Why? Because they're striving to be crowned. And we talked about last broadcast that we all want to gain the crown. We want to win the prize. But you don't get the crown unless you obey the rules. you got to strive, and the Bible word is, lawfully. That means you don't cut corners. 
That means you don't uh, monkey with anything. That means you don't manipulate anything, but that means you, you're true. You, you, you just obey the rules. Now, the same thing's true in the Christian life. There's no shortcuts, shortcuts. There's no shortcuts to spiritual success in the Christian life. You cannot cut corners. It's Bible reading. It's prayer. It's being filled with the Spirit. It's obedience. It's soul winning. It's church attendance. It's walking with God. It's repentance. It's confession. It's it's over and over getting right with the Lord, staying as close as you can to Him. That's the key. Strive lawfully. We don't compromise. We don't assimilate with the world. We don't yoke up with sin to get spiritual success. If you want to be crowned as an athlete, he says you strive lawfully. You obey the rules of the game. If you want to be crowned as a Christian, you obey the word of God. All right, now, verse number six. He uses another illustration for Timothy. The husbandman, we're talking about a farmer now. The husbandman that laboreth must be first partaker of the fruits. He's saying that one who gets to enjoy the fruit is the one who first labors. You don't enjoy the reward at the beginning and then go to work. But you go to work, and then you get paid or rewarded according to your labor. Input determines output. Output does not determine input. That's a problem we see in our society today where everybody wants first. They want to get first. Before they give, they want to receive. My Bible says more blessed is it to give than to receive. But today we've been conditioned by our government, big brother who takes care of everybody with an Obama phone, a paycheck, and a free chunk of cheese. We've been conditioned to one up front, and then maybe we'll get around to working. But Paul says, Timothy, don't forget this. You're going to receive a reward, but not if you don't labor. You have to work down here. We'll work till Jesus comes. We'll work till Jesus comes. Not we'll lay around. Not we'll sit around. Not we'll be lazy. Not we'll vacay. Hey, we'll work till Jesus comes. Why? Because that husbandman who enjoys the fruit put in the labor. Have you ever farmed before? We grew up. My grandparents had a had a large, uh, not not a, a large farm, but a large acre to garden that they would take care of. I have friends who ra were raised on the farm. In our yard now, we have a few planter boxes where we grow some different things, and that's our city farm life, I guess. But uh, we farm. What it means is you put in the labor. You don't just look at that dirt and say, I can't wait till tomatoes come up and some peppers pop forth and we get some squash and some corn, et cetera, et cetera. You have to till the ground first. You have to labor. There's a lot of preparation work. You have to put in the right nutrients. You have to put in the right kind of uh, uh, food and fertilizer to make that ground suitable for growth. You till it. You get the trash out. You get the debris out. You get the roots out. All that stuff that would be contaminants, all that stuff that would be contrary to, to uh, uh, an atmosphere of growth, you remove it. And then you prepare that soil. You put in your seed. You sow a little bit of seed, you get a little bit of return. You sow a lot of seed, you're going to get more return. So you sow that seed. Now, it's patient, patiently waiting. Farming is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. That farmer has to be patient. He sows his seed. He puts in some seed, and then he has to cover the seed with soil. Then he waters. He waters every day. He might water twice a day. He might water throughout the day, but he waters. He watches. He pulls weeds. He keeps the animals away. He waters. 
he guards the seed. The sun heats the soil, and by and by, those crops begin to grow. Can I say that's a long process? It's not a microwave dinner kind of a thing. I'm talking about it takes weeks, it takes days, it could take, a, it could take months before you get anything growing on the vine or growing on the stalk that is worthy of harvesting and taking into the table to eat. But Paul is saying, Timothy, as a Christian, you have to play the long game. You have to look ahead. You're going to put in the work now. You're going to water. You're going to sow seed. You're going to labor. You're going to plow. You're going to till. You're going to minister. You're going to love. You're going to pray. You're going to witness. You're going to preach. You're going to build. You're going to tear down. You're going to salvage. You're going to restore. You're going to cast off all these different things that ministry involves. You're going to do all of that. And you're not going to see a lot of reward right now. But that laborer, that husbandman that gets to partake first is the one who put in the labor. Not that lazy sloth on the couch, but that man who was out there on his tractor, that man behind a team of mules, that man who was out there getting things ready for growth, he's going to get to enjoy the fruit of his labor. Christian, I want to challenge you today. Don't you quit serving God because you're not seeing the result. Don't serve for results. Serve for Jesus. Don't serve for outcome. Serve for input. I ought not be outcome-driven. I ought to be input-driven. By that, I mean I ought to love Jesus so much that my outcome really is just my input. By that, I mean it's just me putting into Jesus uh, love and devotion and loyalty and faithfulness and praise and prayer, and that should be my reward. I love him. Having Jesus, I want no more. I'm just happy to be at the game. I'm just happy to be on the team. I'm just happy to be part of the crowd. You see, but I'm not seeing anybody saved. That doesn't mean soul winning's not right. Keep on soul winning. My church isn't growing. That doesn't mean God can't grow it. You just keep on ministering, preaching works and singing works and living clean works, all of these things we know and we talk about and we preach it all the time. We understand that. But can I say you might not get your reward now, but you will get one in heaven. If you're going to be an athlete, you have to strive lawfully. If you're going to be a husbandman, you have to be patient. You have to work the ground, water the seed, sow the seed, watch the seed, guard the farm, and then by and by there'll be some fruit come forth and you'll be able to enjoy it. Can I say there's never been a Christian who met Jesus face to face in heaven that was sorry they were faithful. But I guarantee you, you'll be glad, and so shall I, if we'll just continue steadfastly, be a good soldier, war good warfare, strive lawfully, and be that husbandman who works the ground, sows the seed, brings the water. One of these days, we'll enjoy the fruit of our labor. Now, next broadcast will continue here in chapter number two. And until then, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.